This is Sloths in a Bucket. I'm John the Taco Shit. Hey, this is Monica from Theo Taren. Hi, this is Randy Rose. Hey, this is Sergio Pollock from Adventure Team Rising, and you're listening to The Johnny Taco Show. This is Pathos from Symphony of Heaven, and you are listening to The Johnny Taco Show. guys welcome to the show today i have a special guest jacob adam davis i had to say it with the dramatic pause uh we get to speak to him listen to three of his songs uh you know the first song we'll listen to is called struggle you know we all struggle in life we all have our vices we have our trials and tribulations and sometimes we bring upon those struggles ourselves but there is someone who can break the chains and who can write the sails and bring air to the sails and uh, I had something but then I lost it but there is someone who can and that is Jesus Christ if you haven't gave your life to Jesus Christ today is the day better late than never is what I say you know, if you come into the party late, you're still wanted, you're still needed, you're still desired. And just because you feel that you're insignificant, that you look on social media and you look on how these stars live and how celebrities live and how the rich live and you start feeling yourself you start feeling yourself full of hate because you 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 kind of despise them. You kind of feel that you're insignificant. You're nothing. You're you're staying because you, you don't make that money. You don't have that nice car. You don't have that nice house. You feel bad because you haven't met your future wife or your future husband yet. Or you have not bared children. And a lot of stuff, this weighs on people. And we live in a society where people focus on the negative and forget about the positive. But I want to bring it back, church. I want to I want to bring back the positivity. Because we all know where we're going at the end. All believers know that through Jesus Christ, we, we will go to the kingdom and we will be at all in his presence. And there will be nothing but extreme joy and, pro, and, and just excitement and love. And it's, it's just going to be a place of healing because of all... Your elements, physical, mental, will be out the door when you reach those gates. But all you got to do is you got to believe and you got to accept Jesus in your heart. You have to be saved in order to be free. So, guys, I hope I hope that you hear this and it gives you the motivation to seek out God because he is waiting for you. He's that father that just misses his children and from a example you know I'm a father I have six kids four of them are non-biological two of them are biological 
and each one are the same in my eyes. They're my children. You know, I, I live through a life. I have a season right now where one of my uh, children are not speaking to me. And it hurts. It hurts a lot. And there's nothing I can do about it but pray and rest and let God handle it. Because the more I try to work things my way, things don't don't ever take the place. But enough of me. Let's get into the struggle by Jacob Adam Davis here on the Johnny Taco Show. Back on 
right. That was him of grit from uh, my good buddy, my good pal, Jacob Adam Davis. What's up, Jacob? What is up, Johnny? How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, it's beautiful. We have rain. Finally, after five years of drought, we have rain. And I, I can't believe I've seen actual insects dancing. Really? For, yes. They were happy it was raining. And then it rained too much, and then I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> oh, no. It was like the flood. cicadas or something doing a dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I felt I felt like that for a while. I was like trying to uh, plant, you know, water the plants, but every time mm -hmm. I hit the water, the water hits the ground and just disappears. So I just gave up. You know, I gave it a good try. You know. Oh no. <laughs> so. Um, I think 90% of the crops that, because we want to do farmer, we want to be farmers and grow our own herbs and spices, seven okay. of them, seven of them, you know, to rival the kernel. But uh, I think only okra survived. Matter of fact, mm. uh, it is only okra, which I don't have a problem with okra. So, hey, win-win. I feel that. We, we also grow some in our backyard. And our, our year was weird. I had a bunch of tomatoes. Uh, they're called black crim tomatoes. They, they literally look black when they, they're fully grown, but they taste fine. And um, the tomatoes all died. And this watermelon, I, I planted a bunch of watermelon, all of them died. And then one came back to life and grew a giant watermelon. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what, what is going on here? <laughs> and that is the miracle of God. That's right. So, you know, uh, speaking of uh, miracles, it's a it's a miracle because you know I started listening to your music and then I saw how you look on your pictures. I'm like, he looks like a metal guy. He looks like he's about to scream all at you, but then the music's just just like old style, like grunge. Mm. Mm. So so how 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 did that? Because you said you uh, earlier in our talks, you you said you're a '90s kid. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, you know, you're right there at the expiration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah. you, you grew up in that era of grunge, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I, I grew up into grunge, going into new metal, um, was definitely a pop punk kid. Um, my, my life's kind of interesting. It's a little different for most people. I'm a missionary kid. Um, so I, uh, I spent about six years in Germany. And uh, in MK world, everything is 10 years behind. So I was there from, let's see, from 05 to 08, and then from uh, the end of 2010 to 2013. So even though we were there in 08, it was really like 98. So, you know, <laughs> they're, they're playing a bunch of like Blink-182 and Green Day, and they were playing Megadeth and Metallica, and, you know, it's, um, but yeah. Um, I, I do, I love, uh, to answer your question, I love hardcore, I love metalcore. I'm a math rock nerd, um, cause I, I went to music college and learned jazz. And so math rock is just jazz with breakdowns. Um, but yeah, uh, love that stuff. And, um, I also love the Americana stuff. So, um, yeah, I like blending the two together. So, well, you said you were in Germany, so you weren't like, like, you know, living in, in the, in the dirt and the grime, you weren't in mm -hmm. Ethiopia or something doing missionary work. You were, you were like the, the comfortable 
um, the the middle class missionaries, or not the middle class, the upper class missionaries living in those nice uh, heathen places that need Jesus. <laughs> nice heathen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we live pretty pretty modestly, but relatively comfortably. Um, you know, uh, enough to, you know, we have internet and, you know, the normal commodities, but Germans would look at us like, those guys are kind of kind of lowball in there. Um, yeah, Germany's an interesting place. Have you ever been to Europe, Johnny? Uh, no, I haven't had the chance uh, or the desire. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to go uh, because you know I do have German and 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 uh, ancestry. That's the mm -hmm, word of the day. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And Dutch, so. Me going across the pond, as the uh, the Brits say, going across the pond uh, to to see some of my roots, where my roots has started. You know, it it was it would be interesting, but am I really yearning to go there right now? Eh, probably not, not at the moment. Love it. So, um, hey, honesty is my best policy here. Hmm. Hmm. We agree on that for sure. I, I'm the same way. <laughs> and, and sometimes the filter uh, gets lost. So, uh, you know, but it's a clean filter, children. There is no cuss words. There is no rude or profanity in this, this show. Now, if I bang my finger with a hammer, then, you know, all bets are out the window. But, <laughs> uh, but that's far in between. Right. So, so being a missionary, um, is that where you learn music was, uh, being around a, a Christian environment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my parents were, they, they still are. Um, and I've, I guess technically I am now I've done a bunch of short term work. Um, but I grew up, uh, in this music arts, uh, ministry called Proclaim International, um, and what they do is they would take like Zoc provocative music from bands that could really play and they would show up to streets and pubs and bars and play that music and then share the gospel from the stage, uh, or at least share, we'd love to tell you why we're here, you know? So I grew up being around these like guys that could play funk and blues and bossa nova and all this old timey stuff. And then I was also listening to like, you know, three days grace and, you know, as I lay dying in my bedroom. So I'm, I'm kind of musically confused, but it was all good stuff. So. It's a cornucopia of music. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Another word of the day, cornucopia. Uh, today's, uh, today is brought to you by Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. I need to write a song called cornucopia. I don't know if I could sing like what, how I would sing that. <laughs> Uh, very, very precise and <laughs> enunciate. You have to yeah. enunciate your music. <laughs> right. So, um, knowing all this music, I, I was le reading a little bit about you, your uh, bio on your webpage, which is it says jadmusiclife.com. Yep. It's jad. See? That that's a cool. That would be a cool rock name. Oi, I'm Jad. I'm here to rock your faces off. But <laughs> right. uh, 
but you um you you sing play acoustic uh you know electric guitar man mandolin uh not mandalorian for all you star wars fans he's not the mandalorian uh <laughs> bass and piano uh so you started at a young age uh like a really young age was your family musically inclined because my yep. family is musically declined you know, oh, they no. they sing solo, solo that nobody else can hear us. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I'm sure the dogs enjoy that. Hey, the dogs love it. You hear them howling <laughs> away with us. There you go. Um, yeah, uh, every, in my immediate family, every person is a songwriter. Um, so my, my dad, uh, he grew up um, 80s, 90s, hair metal dude, um, ran a bunch of studios in the nineties. Probably the most pinnacle one for him was the jam room in Columbia, uh, here in South Carolina. And, uh, there was a bunch of like East Bay punk and East Bay hardcore coming through. So he did all of the rap and punk guys. And he joke around saying, you know, rap and punk is what paid the bills and put bread on the table mm -hmm. during that time. Um, but yeah, I mean, growing up, everybody was writing a song, playing an instrument, we all got music lessons. Uh, my little sister now, I've got one that's a middle sister who's uh, 25 and the other one's 13. And I'm about to be 29. So there's a big, big spread there. Um, Joe plays ukulele and piano. Anna plays guitar, ukulele and piano and sings. Um, I play all my stuff. My dad plays bass and electric guitar and my mom plays classical piano. She's very classically trained and really good with harmonies. So uh, Christmas is a fun time of the year. Um, you know. You, you heard that Christmas at Jacob's house uh, this this year, Christmas. We're all going to sing uh, very, very awesome Christmas hymns. And right. uh, we're just going to have a great time with our hot chocolate and our marshmallows. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you're on a diet, just take the marshmallows off. That's right. That's right. Come get some hot chocolate. There will be rabbit. There will be um, all kinds of casseroles. Um, oh, yeah, because you're up north. Because you're up north, right. the casserole kingdom over there. That's what we call right. it. Right, right. I mean, we're from the south, but we've we got a whole bunch of that that German. So it's, it's interesting because when you come to our house, you're going to get the honey ham. You're going to get, you know, the mashed potatoes and the French fries and all that stuff you would expect you know um you're you know mac and cheese and all that but then there's like crap tons of casserole and pie and you know <laughs> hey uh if you point me in the direction of the green bean casserole you know then then you'll have a uh unwanted guest that lives there so you know if you make a really good one i i, I will partake in, in the indulgement of uh the casseroles we can do that. My mom's green bean casserole is fire. It's so good. You heard that. It's fire. It's not on fire like uh, <laughs> my mom did one year with her casserole. I don't oh, want to no. talk about it. Why are you bringing this stuff up, Jacob? <laughs> Jeez. We're, this is supposed Man. to be a happy time. Making me feel sad. See, see, I love food. Food's a love language for me. That's where I get all my, like, you know, good ideas from writing songs as food. So it's, you know. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, food language is mine, plus, you know, uh, actual English language is my love language, too, so. Right. Yes. 
not so much German. I, I know a couple of words, but we can't say those couple of words because this is a children's television show. Right. He's going to do ventriloquism uh, here in a few few moments. You get to see him <laughs> in his sock puppet uh, wearing his Ninja Turtle shirt, which uh, brings me, you know, we, we, we have a lot of similar interests. I love Ninja Turtles. I love growing up with... Mm -hmm. uh, with them, uh, the old school ones, the, mm -hmm. not not so much not the new movie. I'm not even gonna get into it because then that'll be like a two hour talk about Ninja yeah. Turtles. And this is not Ninja Turtles, uh, Johnny Tacos Ninja Turtles. This is Johnny Tacos origin stories. Mm. So so let's go back into your childhood. Um, you had some issues with uh, bullying mm -hmm. and. Um, it took a turmoil, didn't it? It, it got you on on a path, uh, a, a dark path. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's quite some context there. Um, so we left for Germany when I was ten. Um, so we're not quite a little kid anymore, but we're not quite a teenager. You know, ten, ten, eleven year olds are pretty smart. Um, you that know, is a country fly. song, not quite a lady, not quite a, a a girl or something like that. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Some okay. country song. I'm sure Dolly wrote it somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got over there, and uh, the town that we lived in uh, is actually, I'm not going to name name the town for safety of the people in the town, because we, we don't want terrorists or any evil people trying to do things. But there is a town. Um, we'll just call it Oz. Yeah, we'll call it Oz. There's a town in Germany that is the largest um, center for mission organizations in the world. Um, there's probably 70, 70 in this town. Um, and they did not like us. Uh, it was really weird. Um, so we had some stuff going on with them. Uh, I went to a missionary kid high school that was there that's also it's there because you know this kid's got to go to school somewhere mm -hmm. and uh it just got bullied pretty bad um i was having night terrors already um being in germany uh alcohol is a lot easier to get a hold of um and so i, I ended up kind of uh getting down the road towards early onset alcoholism which is not good um and uh yeah it was just man getting beat up on and i was a smaller kid um i ended up kind of falling in love with martial arts as a result to try to defend myself so i got into boxing and jujitsu and um probably the only mistake there is i started doing heavy weight lifting at 12 so yeah i, I can see you pretty bulk right now no <laughs> i've got a small <laughs> my metabolism so high i couldn't put any weight on past 135 so um I was supposed to be like six one and I'm I'm five seven, I'm average height. So um too much coffee and powerlifting at twelve is not a good idea. No. Parents don't let your kids do that. That's bad. Don't do that. Parents don't let your babies grow up to be powerlifters. <laughs> so. Maybe to put that on a shirt. That's good. Um but yeah, uh that was that was tough. And uh What, my yeah. singing? <laughs> no, no, your singing was good. Um but yeah, I um uh, it got really bad. I uh I tried to kill myself and God physically stopped me. I think I put that in the bio. Um 
maybe it's there maybe it's not well um, keep keep going you already opened up the can of worms oh hey if we're gonna talk about it let's talk about it right yeah honesty best policy right um yeah so like god showed up uh physically stopped me from killing myself um started speaking to me um basically like made me a bunch of promises and started beginning healing me from all that stuff um but uh music was really important because it was through writing songs and processing that a lot of that happened that god used that and um you know i was a punk rock kid so i had my five chords and i'm sure my parents you know were like you know they, they were really nice they're letting me like you know sing for several hours and you know beat the crap out of my acoustic guitar they eventually got me a telecaster so that was good well you know at least they had the support uh, you mm -hmm. had the support of them, um, you know, growing up because a lot of children don't. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. we live in a world where everybody alienates themselves, even from their own family. Right. But back then in the good old days, in the good old days of 1999, uh, mm -hmm. 2003, uh, yep. you know, uh, you had a loving family, you know, but, mm -hmm. but you went down that because every child and I know this by experience that every child that goes through a point of, of growth is going to have a part of what you've been through, what I've been through mm -hmm. with the alcoholism, you know, um, with, with, uh, the bullying, I was bullied too, because mm -hmm. I was, I was obese. I was fat. I, I was 170 mm -hmm. when I was in sixth grade. 170 pounds but mm -hmm. as soon as i lost it i went up to six foot six and pretty much the bullies forgot who i was for some reason i right. don't know why <laughs> but uh <laughs> but but we go through all that and and we just have to find a way and that's through the support of our family our our mm -hmm. parents um mm -hmm. to to actually usher our way closer to god and to to, to have that invitation and so you said when when he shielded you from from mm -hmm. that thought because that that's mm -hmm. a very dark thought mm -hmm. that you know um it's it, it's to a point where where you were ready to say goodbye because of all the pain the bullying the uh just the mm -hmm. alcoholism um mm -hmm. just everything all together into mm -hmm. one big old crap ball mm -hmm. and and it was just you know you were able to be saved at that moment mm-hmm uh, which which brings a, a lot of ray of sunshine to just show how powerful our God is. It's like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. You're my son. Mm -hmm. It's not your time. Mm -hmm. I'm still building your mansion. You can't come early. Right. You know, we need you. We need you here. We need you here to spread the gospel, to spread my message, to go out there mm -hmm. and to love others, even the ones that don't love you. Mm-hmm. So, so doing this, uh, writing music, cause you are a singer, songer, writer, uh, mm -hmm. for God. And how, how has that been since, um, since then, you know, uh, have you been in any kind of punk bands back in the day before, uh, before you, uh, went solo? Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, several, um, the first one was called to weather the storm. There's a. EP still on uh, 
not, I think it is CD, CD Baby. No, 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 Bandcamp. There's an EP of To Weather the Storm that's still on Bandcamp. And that was my kind of first really serious band, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a punk rock worship band. <laughs> <laughs> we were, it was a trip, man. I never forget, um, we played this church. It was an AG church. I love this guy. His name's it's Pastor Glenn Stokes. He's still a good friend of mine. And uh, he planted a church at the Martin Luther King Center in downtown Columbia, which is kind of going towards the hood. So we had all these like hood kids showing up, you know, and here's a punk rock band, you know, <laughs> they're expecting rap and that's not what they got. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, there still is a lot of Christian punk bands. Mm -hmm. uh, Peter 18, 118, he's mm -hmm. a good friend of mine from across the pond. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. he, he's still doing it. He's, he's out there just performing and, and so many people are just moved by the way the whole punk genre can be used for, for, for God. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a trip. Um, you know, the, uh, I know for me, um, I, uh, I was always wondering like, Cause we have all these like punk rock bands that are Christians, but they don't necessarily write worship music on a Sunday morning. Right. A lot of them like testimony, like Reliant K was super big when I was a kid. And like, you know, you had, I think Dogwood was like predated them and it's a whole bunch of other bands. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I started writing out first. Just like taking the Psalms and like deconstructing the Psalms and making them rhyme. And, you know, <laughs> Um, I, I'm over here trying to look for weather the storm right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's isn't it on weather, YouTube? It's it might be on YouTube. I, it's for sure on Bandcamp. It's to weather the storm, and there's a the album art. It's um, it's a dude with a sword, and there's a lightning bolt striking the sword. It's my buddy Marcus did that artwork for me with his dad. Okay. Um, well, um, if if you look for weather the storm. Don't click on Dorothy uh, Norwood. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click on to weather the storm with the T-O on the front end, and uh, you'll find it. And it's that's proper me. pronunciation, not T-O-O. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's too weathered. <laughs> so there you go. I'm trying to find it, but we'll find it more. Just keep talking. Just keep yeah. telling us about you. We want to know about you while I while yeah. I embarrass you with your old oh, stuff. So, you can do that. Yes. Um, I'm actually really excited on the new record. I'm doing a 12 song record and two of the songs are very much from my punk era. They are like, if you like old Jacob Davis stuff, you're going to get that. <laughs> um, so. All right. Keep going. Cause this is like, I'm, I'm like an archaeologist. Oh, never mind. I'm like the old paleontologist guys that are out here searching for uh, signs of dinosaurs. So, but uh, no, we'll, we'll get back to it here in a second. But uh, there, there was one song I, I found interesting that we're going to play right now. Uh, we're going to take a, a small break uh, before we get back into the interview. Um, it's a song. I am empty to me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking that that sounds familiar. Kind of sounds like the kind of a parable, the lady at the, mm -hmm. at the, um, at the well. 
Mm -hmm. So what, what, how did that song come around and what inspired that song? Man, great story. Um, I'm empty cracks me up because so my, uh, I was in a house church in 2020, uh, 2019, 2020 called Salem, Memphis. And, um, our pastor got a poem and the poem was like the original version of the song. And he asked me, he said, Hey, can you write a song to this? And, um, you know, I was like, looked through it and kind of looked at the lyrics and got a melody and the chords in about 30 minutes. And I sent it over to him and he was like, that's exactly what I heard. Please sing this next Sunday. Uh, you know, I'm like, okay, awesome. Sure. Okay. So we sing it and it becomes the anthem of the church. Um, for me, I, I had a hard time with the song because I, I didn't connect with the first version of the lyrics. Um, but it was interesting. One of our elders, after I sang it, he came up to me and he was like, man, I got a word from the Lord. I don't think you're going to like this word but I'm pretty positive I need to share this with you. Um, God's going to take you through a season where you live this song, where you're emptied of yourself. And um, that's what happened, man. Like, God kind of like, all my dreams kind of like crapped out. I, I was going to go, uh, I'm sure you're probably familiar with Under the Radar. I know that's Kevin Max's group. Yeah. I was going to go on tour with an artist from them. I had a bunch of shows lined up. I had a senior concert, an album, and then, 2020 happened and all that blew into a thousand pieces and um you know i ended up you know living in a tiny house and being an after school music teacher and um ended up moving back, back here and to my hometown i was li living in memphis at the time moved back to columbia and uh yeah it was crazy um there was a record label madison line records that really wanted a song from me i'd send a bunch of songs and it was like the deadline, you know, the next day. And my dad was like, you should send them that song. I'm like, I don't want to send them that song, but okay. Send them the song. Immediately they were like, we want this song. Like, let's do it. And, um, you know, I now listening to it, um, I can say I definitely lived, especially the verse two, the, um, you see all the days that the locust took from me, but where my fortune fades across roads in my journey. Um, that's that's the lyrics that I connect with the most in this song. I'm like, yeah, no, I've I've lived that. I've seen God restore my life and kind of lead me through all the really hard stuff. So, and it, you know, I I keep saying this because people are expecting huge miracles like mm -hmm. water to wine and yep. walk on walk on the water. It seems like everything's about water, but uh, mm -hmm. you know heal the sick like completely mend the broken leg like miraculously um mm -hmm. but people don't see the 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 miracles that work over time mm -hmm. like like uh like what god did for you to to push you away from living a life of alcoholism mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you when you worship alcohol it's hard mm -hmm. to get away Right. Because it messes with your body chemistry, you know, mm -hmm. it fuses with your, your DNA, your chromosomes, everything mm -hmm. gets infused because you live on ethanol, on alcohol. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to, to get away from that, it, it is hard. It's, it's hard just like getting away from uh, designer drugs. Um, 
uh, mm-hmm. meth or anything like yeah. that. It's hard. Yeah. But people don't see that miracle where God takes them out of that addiction mm-hmm. and puts them on the path of salvation. Hey, there's your lyric yeah. right there. <laughs> so, but but mm-hmm. we're, what we're going to do is we're going to take a small break. We're going to listen to I Am Empty mm-hmm. here on the Johnny Taco Show. We'll be right back with more from Jab. Jad. Jad. Heck, sounds good. <laughs> I said Jab like we're MMA. Probably because you're, you're like, uh, you're well-versed in, uh, in your kung foolery. All right, we'll be back. Here's I Am Empty. You are the one I wrestle with, yet you do provide. Lord, you're casting down the enemy's lies. Here I am vacant, vacantly deprived. Longing for a feeling, a challenge to my lies. I'm empty.
that was I Am Empty. I have Jacob Davis on the line, and I forgot to push record. So if you hear recording, I can take that off. Recording in progress. Haha. <laughs> the the uh, technology is here. So, <laughs> all right. So I Am Empty is here. You, you, you had uh, elders come up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, about that song, so mm-hmm. it, it it radiates in your mind. Said, "Well, God is really moving in me." Mm-hmm. So, writing music has it has it been easier when you gave your life to to Christ? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for me, and this maybe this will help a lot of people because I I got saved really young as like a five year old. But my relationship didn't really like form until I was 13. And then it took on a whole nother level of maturity after high school. So um, I've been a believer for most of my life. But I would say that um, it's it's been essential for me writing music. So I don't know if that totally answers your question, but... <laughs> Yes, it, it it answers it. We'll just say it answers it. Yes, that was very very right to the point. I appreciate it. You are awesome. Jeez, you, man, I gotta compliment you every question. All right, yes, yes, you were awesome, 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 mm. awesome drink there. Awesome drink of your coffee. The way you drink it is just awesome. Artists, musicians, ah, so pampered. Nah, I'm just joking. Uh, but, uh, going through. <laughs> <laughs> going through the 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 music and and just writing i was just thinking of a parody of the jesus take the wheel jesus take my pen write another song i can't mm-hmm. do this on my own ah, okay there we go I, I i scared off the rest of my followers and listeners. no that's pretty cool i like that <laughs> so maybe maybe you can sing it better we'll, we'll just have you uh written by johnny tacos performed by jad there you go <laughs> he's uber jad you know they uber have uber chat uber chad uber jad yeah yeah so, that's funny yeah oh, go, go, go right ahead, ahead go ahead i like i like funny no i i was just i was literally i saw some reels from uh wwe and mma coming through this morning and i i just crack up with some of those jokes that those guys make <laughs> you know <laughs> it yeah you know the the guys you know to have a sense of humor and just and then like the next second you're just beating up on somebody you know you you have to have it's a certain type of breed yeah you know i used to watch mma before mma had all the rules you know back when patrick smith uh was a and uh was it um horse uh the the guys from Brazilian, uh, Brazil, um, Horse yeah. Gracie, the Gracies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they actually it they actually didn't have rules like we have today, um, where you break a limb, you know, you keep going. They, they were people fighting. It looked like it looked like it, they were they were in the uh, Colosseum back in the Roman times. So yeah. It's it's pretty dreadful, but we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. <laughs> we're having ADD. I think we both forgot our ADD medicine today. 
Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but but we're talking about you. This is about Jacob. This is not about uh, uh, MMA extra. That's a that's a whole totally. That's a Joe Rogan um, podcast. There you go. If I had Joe Rogan money, then then we could talk about MMA. But I have uh, Joe DiMaggio next door uh, work Taco Bell money. So, so yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit on the end. But anyways, you need to put that on a T-shirt, man. That's good. <laughs> hey, uh, they just fall out. I went I went to go see Bobcat uh, yesterday, the co the comedian, and mm -hmm. I just been on a comedic uh, kind of rant all day. So <laughs> and all night. It was just, it was funny. Not my wife didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was funny. But <laughs> you, you can never truly make your wife a hundred percent happy. Just to know that you're married, right? I am. I am. Been married for. You like that segue? Oh yeah, that's a good segue. Um, had the caboose on the end of the train on that. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been married for a year and three. Here in three months, here in four months, and uh, yeah, yeah, the the Lord is the is the arbiter of, of uh, happiness and joy. Um, I can do things that my wife loves. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always you know it's it's biased. It's very biased. You do everything to make the wife happy. It's not in the mm. contract. She has to do everything to make you happy. Mm. Mm. Just remember mm. that. The, this one year and couple months is probably the best part of the marriage. It's going to be ups and downs. I'm just mm. joking. Being married is fun. It is so fun because my wife listens to this podcast. I am so happy. I am so excited every day. Uh, it's all puppies and rainbows. Mm. Mm. And Man. chocolate. Don't forget chocolate. If, if you get your wife mad, give her chocolate. That is mm. an old person's wise intellect. Mm, mm. I'll take that. My, my wife, her chocolate, she really likes uh, Twizzlers. She she is a Twizzler fan, so she wants Twizzlers and flowers. So, so it's a licorice. Yeah, person. licorice all day long. Not the black licorice, right? Then nope, then we red. would have to commit her. <laughs> yes, no <laughs> black <right>. licorice. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so uh, yeah, uh, Jacob. I'm I'm sorry. We're we're I'll be over there. Uh, we'll we'll lure her in with some Twizzlers. Yes. <laughs> oh, <God>. That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, but your music, your music is really awesome. It's 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 kind of a breath of fresh air because there's so much uh, music out there that's just just reliant on pain and mm. torment. There's no positive outlook onto it you know yeah there's there's pain and music and christian music talks about pain all the time mm. but but there there's always a a happy you know i wouldn't say happy but a more mm. positive ending because mm. you know it shows who the great i am is it shows yeah god um is is the provider he is mm. the the father he is the the master, he, he's the, the perfect, um, just the perfect empowerment of, of what we should be towards mm. each other. Mm. And that's what I believe your music is, is out there. It's, it's pure positive. 
you know it's 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 not like the secular music and i'm not i'm not going to dish this uh secular music because you know i i love some of the bands you know there's mm -hmm. some music that i listened to back then that i listen to that I try to listen to today and i'm like ah uh, you know i'll just switch up the song because i don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. and that, and that just shows your closer relationship with god your mm -hmm. maturity in 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 your faith mm -hmm. So have you toured around the world? Uh yeah, um in different capacities. Uh so um the mission organization as a kid, I toured, you know, kind of as a, a roadie and assistant sound guy. I did stage camera work for a little bit throughout my teen years. So that that was the good part of uh growing up on the field. Um I probably did uh four trips a year probably two in Germany. So it's probably two to four um, that I did in different capacities. Uh, I think I went to about 14 countries before I was 18. Um, so I did a good bit of that. And then over the last 10 years, um, I've done a lot of stuff in the South and Midwest in different capacities, either by myself or touring with, uh, there's an Americana artist named Matt Koss that I did a bunch of stuff with. Um, so I've, I've done quite a bit. Um, it's revving up again. I've got a full band, and we've got some shows coming up here locally, one in Charlotte, uh, and then I'm going to be in Memphis uh, the first week of December. Uh, I recently uh, got put in charge of a playlist for a bunch of local Memphis musicians. I'm going to be kind of promoting them, doing a little mini festival with them. So. And and with with that, uh, have have you been to the Dallas Fort Worth area? I have been to Dallas. I came to help a buddy of mine graduate, do his senior concert. Um, I'd love to come to Dallas because I got some friends that are there. And um, the one, one time I was there, I was like, man, the city is huge. The city, is, it takes you like a whole hour to get through the whole city. <laughs> And and that's only the downtown part. You you don't remember. You don't realize that. Remember, you don't realize that Dallas is huge. It's uh, people just see the downtown part, but they don't see the suburbs and mm -hmm. and everything else that surrounds it. And you can actually spend a couple of days getting to know uh, from one side to the other. Mm -hmm. It's it's really it's really a a very artistic place if you see it there's so there's so many different cultures there's so many different things to do in dallas mm. you know i live in waxahachie i used to live in the dallas fort worth area mm -hmm. and I, it's a city life and i'm i'm more of the back in the country kind of kind of guy hot hidden away my wife loves the the traffic but it, it seems like I'm really saying Jesus take the will every time I'm down to mix master going through <laughs> through there and I'm like uh, I don't know if I can survive this. Mm. So, but uh, what what you with you going on tour um, through the Midwest and mm -hmm. and and all that with now that you you have a full band mm -hmm. and who's all in your band if you want to give a shout out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, on drums I've got Phil Hust. Uh, he's been a friend of mine for a long time uh also a songwriter uh he's got a band called young dads that he's trying to start cranking out some more music and uh 
he's he's really into listener and like silent planet you know so we're both metalheads so he likes all the spoken word guys mm-hmm. um then i've got russell schumard um he's into like switchfoot and you know punk rock and uh he's also a songwriter he plays bass for me i've got trey burke and uh He's a pop punk, a worship leading kid, um, lives up in Charlotte. Good buddy of mine, writes a ton of songs. Um, he's on guitar and uh, does some, you know, keys and he's our track guy. So he's running the Ableton, hitting the space bar and, you know, <laughs> all that big junk. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got uh, Parker Andrews. He does some vocals and sings with us and killer songwriter. Um, really crisp vocals can play cello and piano and. Um, we, we just did a show here in Lexington, South Carolina, and my, my favorite part of the show was the harmonies were so dang good. I was like, man, these are the best harmony vocals I've ever had on any of my songs on a show. <laughs> so, um, I'm really fired up about it to, to finally have a group of amazing people that, that are great musicians and love Jesus and are the nicest people to hang with, which is, I'm, I'm sure you know that the hang is, is where it's at. If you can't hang, then you know <laughs> yeah it because the band has to be your your family your family mm-hmm. away from your blood you know mm-hmm. because you have to have that chemistry if mm-hmm. you don't have that chemistry you're just clocking in to work like i do um monday through friday just clock in and bang my head on a keyboard a couple of times mm. Mm. yeah i paid a, i paid a very good picture of my work environment mm. Uh, some of the people that are do watch, uh, that are from my company, you know, this, so I'm not, honestly, it's the best policy, you know, uh, but, but come, come back to, to you. Do you have any, um, do you have any more towards, uh, the West side coming up? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get some stuff working. I've got, uh, there's a Birmingham show that I'm trying to get together. I've got some friends in Huntersville and Birmingham. Uh, I want to get out to Dallas because um, there's a couple of locations I can play at. So what I'm trying to do is like go, you know, from here, North Carolina, all the way to Tennessee, go through like Kansas, Oklahoma, down to Dallas, and then come back. So that's kind of my game plan. Uh, I do have a new contact where I might play Seattle. Uh, cause my sister lives there now and, uh, one of my old songwriting friends. So we might, we might get a Seattle show in here, uh, shortly. Um, but we're working on it. It's, I feel like everybody who's in the arts world, if you were trying to start out in 2020, like you're finally starting out now. Cause it took us three years to get through all of the, you know, all the dumb rules and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So um but yeah that's that's where i where i'm at uh feel like i can finally like make those plans and you know take the guys out there um it's just it's a different ball game now because we're staring down our 30s and we're like oh crap we have kids coming like my drummer's got his you know second kid coming in like three weeks and so we'll we'll like uh well not three weeks sorry november so we'll play a show in november and then the baby comes like a week later Hey, you know, and it's just awesome miracles, you know. They're tiny miracles, tiny mm. miracles. They're, mm. they're they're so awesome at that time, and mm. then they grow up, and then they mm. become uh, less of tiny miracles and more of vacuums 
of your wallet. <laughs> vacuums up your wallet. So, so that, yeah. that is some honesty right there. Y'all heard it first. Yes. Kids are vacuums of your wallet from giant. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're, you, you start seeing more and more of uh, your money just disappear unexpectedly. But just, but it, it's, it's to me, I wouldn't trade it for any, anything. I had, I have six kids. I wouldn't trade them for anything. Well, mm. maybe a, a DeLorean so I can go back in time. Um, but, but really the kids, kids really are there and, and, and you just want them to be 2.0 of you, you know, mm. you want what's, what's the best. So in the end of all the, the heartache, the struggles, the pain in the butts, um, the late nights, the hospital visits, everything, and then when you see the fruits of your labor, when you see them excelling where you, you stopped, then then it's all worth it. It's all worth it to see them grow into fine, outstanding individuals. And then you got a couple that just, uh, you know, you don't talk about as mm. much because uh, they, they disappeared. I don't know. Uh, I can't talk about it. It's the prodigal son thing, man. The prodigal son thing. But mm. but uh, th are there any any way they can help support you, like for merchandise? Do you have CDs for sale? Uh, pictures? Because those pictures on your on your uh, website, you know, those are very very dramatic pictures. Like you looking like mm -hmm. you have. I should. You should take give that to Excedrin. The okay. one where you're like looking at the music book, it's like Excedrin for for musical headaches. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Um, there's a couple different ways. So if you follow me on Spotify, my Cash App link is there. People can cash at me directly. Uh, I've got some old merch that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, I've got a CD. <laughs> Hold on. You, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, this is real. This is real. It's real. It's real life. This is what every band is out there like you know saying. I'm just being real. You know? I'm trying to throw away my tra I mean, my merchandise. <laughs> right, right, right. No, it's it's terrible. I mean, I love that you're getting a kick out of this. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, uh, this is what had made my day better. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of my merchandise. I got t-shirts. I don't like them. <laughs> Do you want them? Right. Right. No, I love them all. It's just, you know, I, you know, we need, we're, I'm in the space where I'm building like, you know, um, uh, what's, what's the terminology? You're upgrading. Uh, upgrading. Yes. We're upgrading. So like this week, uh, I'm trying to get a photo shoot done to get all the photos, you know, up and coming. Um, Who does your photos? Because these are like really, really awesome photos. I like the the color schemes, the dramatic. I want I want somebody to send pictures of me. Maybe I look more profound and and all yeah. that through there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think her name's Hazel Photography uh, on Instagram. I can I can send you uh, her contact. She's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, she's. I mean, she's far away from me, so I could get some stuff done in Memphis, but. I've got a guy doing some stuff for me here in town. Uh, we got some new merch coming out. Uh, I'm actually excited. Um, so the new album that's coming out, it's a 12 song album that we're going to release 
and it's like my best songs i've written about 700 800 songs so i got a lot of material and i'm trying to get the best 50 out so these 12s are part of that 50 um so it's gonna be like an anthology yeah yeah it's like an anthology it's gonna be called hymns of grit um just like the title track him and grit that that i sent you um but it's like songs talking about how brutal life is and how good god is in spite of how brutal life is like life isn't just hard it's brutal it's random it's like john mark millen says it's a juggernaut you know it just powers through and you don't know what it's going to do and i want to give people the hope of like well here's how god like walks us through the like ridiculousness of life you know um so that's, that's what that album's going to be about um really pumped for it got some cool uh collabs there's some americana there's some punk rock there's some really interesting like indie music um for rich mullins fans there's a cover of my deliverer on there uh-huh that's, awesome so that's gonna be really sick um but yeah people can i will put my merch on my instagram story for people that can buy the old stuff um but i want to get um t-shirts coasters and then i want to have uh i want to have like a custom book made with him of grit and gold like colors written on it for people so they can write the stories of how god walked them through their grit basically yeah like a journal like mm-hmm. like uh, a testimony and then you could be on the johnny tacos uh t- taco tuesday testimonials with your journal of testimony there you go Wow, see how yeah. I planted that in there? I'm bringing back Taco Tuesday testimonials. It's It's been mm-hmm. a crazy year. Mm-hmm. So starting Christmas, we'll be back to doing that. It's it's awesome. I just I just love hearing testimonies, even mm. music form or even just, just a verbal spoken word, you know, just it's to me it's just it's just examples of how powerful our God is. Mm. And where yeah. can where can they get that merchandise, the, the stuff that you're trying to pawn on people? <laughs> That's so good. Um, they can direct in, message me on Instagram at Jab Music Life, and I will ship it to them if they're not in town, or I can come bring it to them. Um, I've got buttons and old CD. I have keychains, and I have some T-shirts um, that people can get, and. Uh, Trying to get all that stuff there, because um, we're gonna be cranking out some new stuff, um, and uh, excited to get the new stuff out. Uh, also, if people want songwriting lessons or music lessons, I do that. Got my BA in songwriting, and I'm working on my master's. So I love, love helping people and training people. So uh, that's that's cool that you got your BA in songwriting. I got my mm-hmm. BS in radio. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but uh, we're getting close to the end, and uh, you want to introduce the last song that we're having? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Him and Grit, uh, it's our last tune here, and this is the title track off the record. Um, wrote this a couple years ago. It's got me and my sister singing on it which is really special for me. Anna is a killer songwriter and a killer vocalist. And uh, I think this is her first time like being featured. So really excited for people to hear her voice and excited for the responses people have had. Um, 
but this song is is like an open invitation like if your life's been tough if you've been beat up if you you know feel weak and broken and lost this is a this is a hymn for you um and uh it's musically it's really interesting um you know it, it's got that because i'm pretty inspired by the charlotte hold boys on, on. we my my thing went full oh <sighs> oh we're still recording i can i can piggyback off of that it's all good okay that means i have to cut this part out okay now go back sorry yeah no problem um so him grit uh musically it's really interesting um it's got that americana vibe because i'm really inspired by the charlotte boys like john mark Millen and jude moses and um you know andy squires those guys are really inspiring but i, I love listening to their music and i was like man i wish i wish those guys would write heavy music because they write this like americana indie stuff and so it takes what they wrote and that sound and it adds like we've got baritone guitar there's a bunch of diminished chords there's a lot of syncopation um so i'm pretty fired up to see how people respond to the song all right well hey thank you so much for being on the show i'll be i'll be back with the closure here is hymn of grit off the title track of the cd hymn of grit hymn of grit that's not like i said hymn of grit you hymn of grit <laughs> All right. Well, again, uh, before I let go, thank you so much, Jacob, for being on the show. It's awesome to meet you. Um, I can't wait to hear new music coming from you. And, you know, just if you're ever in Dallas, just look a brother up. We'll have some tacos and then uh, just enjoy some fellowship. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm here for it. I love tacos. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Here's Himmigrant uh, from Jacob, from Jad. So we'll just rock and roll here on the Johnny Taco Show. All right, that is the show. I want to thank my guests for giving out their testimony and listening to their awesome music. I want to give a shout out to all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon this podcast. Thank you. It is a Food Network special where you get to learn to make some awesome tacos. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is not a cooking show. But the one thing I would love to tell you is that you do get edification. You do get fed by the word of God, Jesus Christ, through the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling. I want to tell you that you did not come here by mistake, that God had a plan for you to listen to this show and possibly, possibly help you out. Just want to let you know you are not alone. There are people out here that are awesome people, that are Christians, that would love you no matter who you are. And just to let you know, you are a child of God, and God is wanting you back home, old prodigal son. want to thank all the new... Oops, I already said the new listeners, but I would like to thank all the diehard listeners that happen to listen here. You are the Taco Supreme Street Taco Group that I love and cherish. Without, Like I said, without y'all here, I would be talking to the wall, and that would give ample 
ammunition to my wife to lock me up for good. Just want to give a shout out to Chris Johnson, my director, the Street Taco Team, you know who you are, to Finding Hope Festival, where they are Christ-centered, you know, emotional and mental health uh, through Christ-centered, and it's pretty awesome to listen to them and talk to them and be able to be a part of that group. I just want to give y'all a word of advice. When you feel like you're alone, when you feel like no one cares, when you feel like the only way is through your addiction, just remember there was a perfect man that hit earth. There was a man of no faults, no flaws. And he died for your sins. He laid upon that cross so you can hold your head up high and enter the kingdom because God loves you so much that he sent his only son. And you can always turn around from all the addiction. You can always go back into that nice childlike state where you were innocent. All you have to do is just open your heart, give, give yourself to God, tell God, Father, I love you, I miss you, I am sorry I've, I've left, but I'm back. And I know you have not forsaken me or left me. I know the path that I've took was from my own, my own uh, devices, but you know what? I see that I am a child and I see through child eyes and once I become right with God, I shall see through adult eyes and I shall see my wrongdoings and cast them away and put them on your altar. And I just want to tell y'all, y'all have a great day. Have a great life. Remember to talk to your father daily and don't have yourself a good day. No good sir, good ma'am. Have yourself a great day. And as for the Johnny Taco Show, just to let you know, we love you. And we'll see you next time. Play that music, Chris. I said play that 